Welcome to Proclaiming Justice, a podcast from PJTN that focuses the light of truth on vital issues in today's headlines that impact every American. I'm your host, Lori Cardoza-Moore, founder and president of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, and I'm here to educate, motivate, and activate you to action. I want to arm you with the truth and the facts you'll need to fight and preserve our constitutional republic and uphold the Judeo-Christian values our nation was founded upon. Are the Palestinians an ancient people group who existed even before the Jewish people? Where does the word Palestine come from? What is the historical truth of the Palestinians, and what are their claims to the land of Israel? Are the Palestinians merely an Arab invention to help destroy Israel? Today on Focus on Israel, we'll go deep into the issue of just how this group of Arabs became known as Palestinians. Hello, I'm Laurie Cardoza-Moore, founder of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, a nonprofit organization dedicated to educating and sharing the message of Christian biblical responsibility to the people and land of Israel in the face of a growing global anti-Semitism. Proclaiming Justice to the Nations was birthed to stop the silence, to wake up Christians and people of conscience to the realities of a world bent on destroying Israel and the Jewish people. Behind me, you can see the ancient walls of the holy city of Jerusalem. Until 1967, Jews were forbidden to enter it by the Arabs controlling this area. When Israel defeated Jordan and took back Jerusalem as well as Judea and Samaria, a new weapon to destroy Israel was birthed, the myth of the Palestinian people. In 1969, Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir stated that, there is no such thing as the Palestinian people. It's not as if we came and threw them out and took their country. They didn't exist. Over the years, many Arab leaders have agreed with her. In 1937, Oni Abid al-Hadi made this statement to the Peel Commission. There is no such country as Palestine. Palestine is a term the Zionists invented. There is no Palestine in the Bible. Palestine is alien to us. In 1946, Philip Curry Hiti, a Lebanese-American professor and scholar at Princeton who single-handedly created the discipline of Arabic studies in the United States, agreed. As the first Arab witness at the Anglo-American Committee of Inquiry on Palestine, he explained that there was actually no such entity as Palestine, never had been. It was historically part of Syria. In 1956, a Saudi representative to the UN stated, it is common knowledge that Palestine is nothing but Southern Syria. And Syrian dictator Hafez al-Assad dictated this to Yasser Arafat. Never forget this one point. There is no such thing as a Palestinian people. There is no Palestinian entity. Palestine is an integral part of Syria. In 1936, the Peel Commission set up by the British government offered the first time a partition of the land into a Jewish Palestine and an Arab Palestine. At that time, all the inhabitants of the area called Palestine were called Palestinians. In fact, many Jewish entities used the reference to the area of Palestine, 
including the Palestine Symphony Orchestra, which became the Israel Philharmonic Orchestra. The Anglo-Palestine Bank became Bank Lumi, Israel's largest bank, and the Palestine Post became the Jerusalem Post. So, if so many Arab leaders have denied the existence of a Palestinian state and people, why are the Arabs in Israel still persistent on using this lie? In our award-winning documentary, Israel Indivisible, we spoke with Rabbi Ken Spiro, an author and Middle East historian. He gave us a great history lesson on the origin of the word Palestine and the eventual adoption by the Arabs to make this word into a weapon to destroy Israel. Archaeologists and historians now believe that it took all or part of 14 Roman legions were needed to crush Bar Kokhba, which is unbelievable because the Romans only had 24 legions in the whole empire. When that revolt was finished, the Romans were so fed up with the manpower and material losses the Jewish people had caused them, they decided to basically get rid of the Jewish people. And they figured that those Jews that had survived, and I actually believe that statistically far higher percentage of Jews died between 67 and 135 than died in the Holocaust. I believe that Forget Europe where 70% of the Jews of Europe were killed. I think that about 60 to 70% of the Jews in the world were killed out in that period of time. So the surviving Jewish population in the land of Israel, the Romans decided we've had it with you guys. So what they did was basically decide the best way to get rid of a people, besides to continue to persecute them, was we're going to cut them off from their country. So they renamed the country from Judea, they said let's give it a non-Jewish name, to Philistia, named after the extinct Philistines. But it's amazing because their agenda was to do exactly what is going on today. Cut the people off from the land by creating an alternative identity and connecting the land with that identity. Exactly like there are no Philistines alive today, okay? They've long since disappeared. So they renamed the land uh, instead of Judea, Philistia, after the extinct Philistines. They renamed all the cities in Israel, but it was the whole thing was done deliberately to cut the Jewish people off from their country in the hopes that they would, this annoying people who never seemed to go away, would finally disappear. Brilliant strategy move to, to win the hearts and minds of the West and remove the support from Israel. We have to reorient the conflict from mighty Arab world to little Israel, to mighty Israel, to the small persecuted Arab people, but we can't call them Arab people because so they invented this term. The, Palestinian, the Palestine Liberation Organization was created in 1964, Ahmed Sukeri. And the goal was to reorient the conflict and change history. You know how perception becomes reality. The Arabs have been very skilled at floating this idea of Palestinian statehood being their cause. It's given the West something to believe in. Because, you know, you have to, when you look at the, if you look objectively at what's happening in the Middle East, you look at the map. You see how Israel is outnumbered, how it's outmanned, outgunned. It's a tiny speck on the globe. You need a microscope to, to find it. When you look at those things, it's very, hard to, it's very hard to deny that Israel is a victim. But when you have this counter-propaganda effort, which is saying that, well, it's the Palestinians who are the victims. You know, they've been denied a, a, a state. It gives people who want to be deceived something to hang on to. And I think that's part of the self-deception process that goes on, particularly in Europe, where, you know, I think some of the leaders have no moral backbone whatsoever. In another one of our award-winning documentaries, Boycott This, 
Christian comedian Brad Stein looked into the myth of the Palestinian people. He was able to visit the Arab town of Tormuz, Aya, Samaria, and speak with one of the residents who was a true believer in the many lies about the history of the people called Palestinians. My house is right over there. Mm -hmm. So your people, Palestinians, have been here how many? We've been here from the time for Adam and Eve. So that was, were they called Palestinians then? I don't even know what they were called. We are all, well, the Canaanites. This is the land of Canaan, and Canaan is an Arabic word, and, uh, and the old you know, Palestine, is Palestine a, 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 an Arabic word? I don't know the difference. Well, Palestine, is, it's, well, it may be, it's thousands of years, it's thousands of years old, you know. We say Palestine. Okay. Fal Palestine. Palestine. So do you spell it the same though with the P? No, with an F. Okay. Palestine or Philistine. That's so, Palestine. So this is this is what Arabs named themselves yeah. was Palestinians? Uh, well, we, we are right. Okay. And uh, also we call it uh, the countries of Sham or the Bilad Sham, which is, includes Palestine, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Lebanon. So like biblical names i mean that well, that, that are palestine if you look at a bible that's been printed 200 years ago or 300 you will find the word palestine in there okay the bible always says palestine but the word muslim or muslim yeah. came from the prophet abraham oh okay he's the one that called his followers muslims and the word muslim means submission to god and uh, the jews themselves when Muhammad was preaching uh, after the year 610 AD, half of the Jews in Saudi Arabia, they converted to Islam. Okay. More than half of them. Right? So the Jews, most of them, they became Muslims, the Christians too. Yeah. That's why you only see very few Christians, very few Jews here. Before 1948, which was the year that they occupied Palestine, and we were kicked out by force, we became refugees, there wasn't, I don't know, maybe five or six Jews used to live in Palestine. The present uh, Palestinian Authority, I don't support it. They don't represent me. Well, as long as there is Israel, there is no peace in Palestine or in the world. You know, the Jews, the Zionist Jews are creating trouble all over the world. They did 911. They are the reason behind the First World War. They caused the Second World War. Millions of people died on this earth because of the Zionist Jew. Okay. Would a, a two-state two solution work? No, it's not going to work. They don't want peace. These people don't want peace. The Jew, the Zionist Jew, cannot, you cannot take his word. Okay. You have to know that. You cannot take his word, and these people are different from me and you. If you could choose a Palestinian leader that you think would represent the, the best, because you said the other ones aren't good, that they are under the British control, who would you choose? to represent you in a way you think would be fair to Palestinians? Well, whoever f pick up a gun and liberate Palestine, that's my leader. That's the one that represents me. But there's none out there right now no. that you think could be that no. person? No. Maybe you? No, I hope so. Okay. Maybe. I want to take you to Israel in pictures and film. I want you to see how God's sovereign hand can be seen before our eyes right here in this land. That's why PJTN is offering a special anniversary package that includes a captivating new book and award-winning DVD. 
Israel Rising is a unique visual story of Israel's miraculous journey from unforgiving desert to thriving nation. Thousands of years ago, the prophet Ezekiel foretold a future time in which the arid land of Israel would come alive for its people. Now this breathtaking book documents the fulfillment of this vision as rarely seen photographs from the 1880s to the 1940s are juxtaposed with recent photos of the same locations. This book will inspire and captivate you as it illuminates Israel's foretold awakening in a new and unforgettable way. In addition, you'll receive the award-winning documentary, Israel Indivisible, The Case for the Ancient Homeland. This inspiring film examines the many political twists and turns that make Israel the world's most controversial nation. From Abraham and the Promise to the issues facing the Jewish state today, the film examines the historical, archaeological, legal, and biblical foundations for the modern state of Israel. This is a limited time offer for these two remarkable resources for just a one-time gift of $70 today. Your generous donation will help ensure that PJTN stays on the front lines and in the headlines of all the important issues facing Israel and our Jewish brethren. So please go to PJTN.org today. From studying history, it's very clear that what starts with the Jews never ends only with the Jews we must strongly stand against any anti-Semitic trends. For if not stopped, they'll cause harm to all of us, and we'll witness the downfall of our Judeo-Christian Western culture. Today, many people say there's no longer a need for a Jewish state, that Jews around the world no longer need a place of refuge. But anyone who has heard recent statistics about the worldwide rise in anti-Semitism would never make such a claim. The reality is that neo-Nazi groups and Nazi sympathizers are increasing around the world. Surveys show that over one billion people in the world harbor anti-Semitic attitudes. Close to 50% believe that Jews have too much power in the business world, and two-thirds of the world's population has never heard of the Holocaust, or believe the historic accounts of it are inaccurate. Don't let yourself be manipulated by evil people with a wicked agenda. When the self-serving villains are in control, good people from all religions suffer. Muslims, Christians, and all people of conscience should stand proudly and show respect for a country that gives so much to the world in so many ways. Do your part, do your research, and do what you can to make a difference because what happens in Israel does affect us all. This is not just a Jewish or just an Israeli problem. This is a problem for all humanity, for each and every one of us who believe in freedom and human rights. Learn more about what you can do at pjtn.org. We've had the opportunity to speak with many experts who've expounded on the myth of a Palestinian nation, including Governor Mike Huckabee and Ambassador Danny Ayalon. Danny Ayalon is an Israeli diplomat, columnist, and politician. He served as deputy foreign minister and a member of the Knesset. From 2002 to 2006, he served as Israeli ambassador to the United States. Mike Huckabee is the host of Huckabee on TBN, a Fox News and Western Journal contributor, New York Times bestselling author, and the former governor of Arkansas. They are both well-versed in the history of the Jewish state.
the land was called Palestina because it's a Roman name as punishment to the Jews who uh, you know, came against the Roman occupation. All those who came and left, as I mentioned, were occupiers. Jerusalem was never made a capital for any other people, only the Jewish people since King David's time. And the fact that it remained as is, and the Jews, just like the prophecy of uh, Ezekiel and, uh, and all the other prophets, we see it come alive. And if we go back to another miracle, in 1948, when Israel declared its independence based on a UN recognition, we were attacked by seven Arab armies. We were only 600,000 Jews in the land then, surrounded by 100 million hostile Arabs who wanted to do away with us. So Israel's legal title to the land, which has been given by the League of Nations in uh, 1921, 22, San Remo, was that the entire Palestinian land belongs to the Jewish people. That's the homeland of the Jewish people. This was uh, voted and accepted by the League of Nations in 1922. So whatever the League of Nations recognized, this is also the recognition legally by the United Nations of today. Of course, they do not uphold their, uh, their commitment, but this, the whole land is ours. But what's more important is that it's not just a matter of man's decision. It's much deeper than that. This is the land that was given to Abraham by the Lord. And if you look at the land, Judea and Samaria and the Galilee and the Negev, I mean, why are we called Jews? Because we are from Judea, unlike Arabs who are from Arabia, who came and conquered the land in the 7th uh, century and by the sword Islamicized everyone uh, that wouldn't do it voluntarily. However, when we came back to the land after 2,000 years of, of exile, we made it bloom again. It was devastated. It was derelict for 2,000 years. Why is that? It's because whoever was controlling the land did not feel for the land. It wasn't theirs. They were occupiers. They were visitors. They didn't care for the land. That's why the land was desolate. And this went for the Romans and the Greeks and the Muslims, the Ottomans, and at the end, uh, the British. There are miracles all the time. You know, uh, David Ben-Gurion, our first uh, prime minister of the modern Israel, uh, said that in the Middle East, in order to be a realist, you must believe in miracles. And it is a miracle after miracle. First of all, the miracle of the return after 2,000 years of Jews from four corners of the of, of the world coming and then surviving a war when we were outnumbered one to a hundred and after that beginning every decade we had more attacks in 56 in 67 in 73 in 82 and all the terror in between and not only we survived but we thrived and the fact that we are now a strong and proud nation in terms of the economy technology agriculture uh, culture itself, and just to think that only 75, 80 years ago, we were down at the ashes of the crematorium. Uh, what's more important to us 
is our heritage. What's more important to us is our faith and our claim to the land. And the message that I want to give is that the Jewish land belongs to the Jewish people, just as the Jewish people belongs to the Jewish land. And this is full stop. Doesn't need any more explanation, any apologies. This is a fact of life. This is something that can be read in history. This is something that can you see in archaeology. There is no inch of uh, Judea and Samaria and the rest of uh, the, the, the land of Israel that you cannot find 4,000 years of rich Jewish culture. Another issue that Israel has to deal with, now like no other country in the world, is to prove and claim our ownership to the land. We are the only people that have to claim or, or to, to uh, prove that this is our land. Well, we do have the proof. We have the proof in the Bible, we have the proof in the archaeology, history and the maps, and yet people are trying to rewrite this history. I don't know any other country in the world that has to prove that the land is theirs. It takes two to make peace, but only one to make war. So all those who are trying to put the pressure on Israel with the BDS should just flip and understand that the pressure should be on the Palestinians, on the Palestinians who still teach their children from first grade that Israel should be erased from the map of, uh, of the world, that they should claim the entire land, that they call Jews sons of pigs and, and, uh, uh, and dogs, that uh, do not allow to have any Jew in their land. Laurie, I've been going to Israel since 1973. My first trip was when I was 17. I've been so many times I've lost count. I mean, we're dozens and dozens of times that I've been there. So I've seen this country now over the past 46 years. I've seen remarkable things. And when I talk about Israel, I, I speak not what I've read or what I've heard, but what I've personally witnessed, seen, and experienced. There are so many lies that are being told about Israel. One of which is that they're just brutal to the Palestinians. First of all, Jews are Palestinians. And until 1962, there was no such thing as a Palestinian in terms of some unique country or culture. And when people challenge me on that and say that, well, that's not true, I tell them, go rent the movie Exodus with Paul Newman. Because up until then, 1962, when Yasser right. Arafat co-opted the term and created out of thin air a people called the Palestinians, Anyone who lived in that geographical region was called a Palestinian. Correct. Such every Jew was called a Palestinian. And that movie, uh, which was, I think, produced in 1960, when they're talking about Paul Newman and the other Jews who were coming under the ex uh, on the boat, the Exodus, they talked about them as these Palestinians. So it, this, first of all, is a misnomer. Right. But the biggest lie that's being told is that uh, Israel is oppressive and they're trying to make it so that the Palestinians can't live. Here's the simple fact. The Palestinian Authority takes money that it gets. It's the most corrupt government imaginable. And it takes the money and just steals it. Right. And it doesn't go to build schools yeah, no. and streets and sewers and water treatment plants and parks and uh, curbs and gutters. It goes to enrich the political leaders. The only time the money goes to the people is if a, uh, one of the, I call them so-called Palestinians, murder a Jew, 
their family gets a pension for life. Yeah. And they name a park or a school after them. They become heroes. They do parades for them. Not because they saved a life, but because they murdered a life. Right. Those are the kind of things. One other example. Um, SodaStream, which is a company a lot of Americans are familiar with because right. they probably had the device in their home and may still have. An Israeli company. And I went to uh, the SodaStream factory in Judea. 1,100 people worked there. I spent the better part of a day. And it was fascinating because of the 1,100 working, 600 were Palestinian, right. 500 were, were Jews. They worked side by side. They got along beautifully. Men, women, Muslim, Jew. It was an an amazing thing to see. But we don't hear that in the press. You never hear it. Those Palestinians working in that factory received four times the wage they had ever received, ever, under the Palestinian right. Authority. They were thrilled. They had full health and dental benefits. Right. They had four weeks paid vacation. They even had lunches and breakfast provided at the facility. They loved working there. Right. And they had a great relationship. It was a peaceful. The BDS movement put so much pressure on SodaStream and continued to say, boycott this company because they're in, they use the term, occupied territory. Yeah, it was occupied, but the people to whom God gave it. Right. Because it was Judea. Mm -hmm. um, and eventually SodaStream moved and shut that plant down completely because they couldn't afford the pressure they were getting. So what happened to the 600 Arab workers? They all lost the best job they ever had in their lives. Right and they went back to living in poverty. Now, how did that help them? It didn't, it hurt them right. tremendously. Absolutely. That's what's not being told. Absolutely. Well, in closing, um, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. Uh, these are very frightening people to me because they not only say ridiculous, absurd, and hateful anti-Semitic things, but they get away with it. Right. They're not held accountable, and we should be concerned. Absolutely. Governor? As always, <coughs> I appreciate your time, sir. God Thank bless you, you for Laurie, all great you to do. Be with you. Thank you so much. Well, that's our program for today. And I want you to know we appreciate your support. The time to take a stand is now. Be a leader in your community and in your church. One person can make a difference. Get involved with and support pro-Israel organizations such as PJTN. Call your senators, congressmen, let your elected leaders hear from you. Visit our website to learn more. Sign up to receive free action alerts and order our films to share with family and friends. Please encourage everyone you know to tune in and become informed. If you're interested in starting a local PJTN chapter to combat anti-Semitism in your community, please contact us at info at pjtn.org. God bless you. And thank you for all you do on behalf of our Jewish brethren and all Israel. We'll see you next time on Focus on Israel. To support this program, send your tax-deductible gift to Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, P.O. Box 682711, Franklin, Tennessee, 37068. You can also support PJTN online. Visit PJTN.org or call 1-877-873-9020. Anti-Semitism has reached epic proportions, and Israel is now surrounded by nations who seek its destruction. For Israel to lose just one battle would mean losing everything. As Christians, it is our biblical responsibility to stand with our Jewish brethren and Israel. 
PJTN needs your help to reach more Christians with this urgent message. Please visit our website to become a member today and order our award-winning documentaries. You must decide that you won't be silent. Sign up now at pjtn.org. God bless you and thank you for your support and prayers. Thank you again for joining me on this edition of Proclaiming Justice. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. For more information about how you can get involved, please visit our website at pjtn.org. As a PJTN watchman, you can help us keep up the fight to preserve our freedom for our children and their children for such a time as this.